Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Staub. Welcome to our program, and we have a good one today. My favorite type of food, I'm going to, well, it's my favorite. I think it's one of my favorites is ice cream. I think think that's my favorite dessert. Actually, vanilla ice cream and brownies is my favorite. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for lawsuits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that is great. I love that. There hasn't been a lawsuit involved in this yet, so... No, there hasn't. Yeah, I shouldn't uh, jump the gun there, but possibly. And so you're going to have to help me off this because I don't eat ice cream, so I don't know what's even going on, but... Yeah, I'll explain to you everything that you need to know. (laughs) It's this cold food. Eat with a spoon. (laughs) I've been eating it since I was a kid, so I'm pretty sure I'm an expert. Unlike everyone else. I've had ice cream before, so it's not like I've I never had it. Yeah, just it's just been a very, very long time. So obviously, Ben and Jerry's that's got to be it's got to be one of the top ice cream makers, if not the top in terms of what you can buy in stores. I think people are familiar with them. We've talked about them before on the podcast, I believe, as a B Corp. Maybe, yeah, probably. I'm sure we mentioned them. I think they're kind of the one of the biggest companies that's referenced when you're looking at B Corps. Yeah. So anyways, Ben and Jerry's, they have these crazy flavors or names at least. And there's this new company or newer company, newish, three twins. And they're basically... Which is very misleading, by the way. Is it three sets of twins or triplets? That's a good question. (laughs) I think if they meant three people, they would say triplets, right? Yeah. Three twins doesn't make sense. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Three twins. That would mean six people. Yeah. My head's exploding thinking about that. But it's, what's weird, so three twins, obviously it's the name, but then they have a picture of three different people. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. Already, you know, they, these guys are a little crazy. Something's up. Something's up. So basically, what he's doing is trying to produce the organic version of some of these Ben and Jerry's flavors. So for example, Ben and Jerry's has Chunky Monkey and Cherry Garcia. He has this one called, or the Three Twins has one called Cherry Chocolate Chunk. And the carton says, we're not monkeying around with this combination of banana, walnuts, and chocolate. He's got another one with the Grateful Dead. He does a, or Ben and Jerry's has the Grateful Dead one. And he does a little uh, tribute to them as well, saying, you'll be grateful that this Sumptuous combination is available in organic. Sumptuous. Sumptuous? Sumptuous. Yeah, I said that's what I said. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so basically what it sounds like is he's created these organic versions of Ben and Jerry's flavors, at least some of them, which is kind of weird. I would have thought that Ben and Jerry's would have <laughs> had their own organic flavors by now anyways, given the nature of kind of how they, they operate. But That's true. It's interesting because he says, I mean, he admits to it. He's, you know, or we're not ripping off what they have. We're paying a tribute to these flavors. And it's, you know, it's different because it's organic. So I said the lawsuit thing at the beginning. I don't know if there is going to be a lawsuit with this. Well, Matt and I were trying to figure out like, okay, if Ben and Jerry's would allege some trademark infringement issues, because I'm sure they've trademarked their flavors, at least they hold some kind of trademark rights into their flavors. You know, what kind of rights would they have 
And at first, you know, there's no, there's no likelihood of confusion that people are going to think three twins flavors are associated with, are affiliated with the Ben and Jerry's flavors. But, but then again, it seems like that was almost their intention. And so now it's like, okay, maybe there's some kind of fair use aspect to this about, you know, some kind of parody, but then it's kind of strange, you know, that you're basically creating a permanent business model that emulates the parroting of Ben and Jerry's flavors. That seems kind of strange to me. And I, I would assume Ben and Jerry's may, may have a problem with that in the future. Uh, I think I would, but, but then again, Ben and Jerry's is a little bit different organization and they're, they're not as aggressive culturally in, in the legal sphere. So perhaps uh, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out this twins thing. It's, <laughs> I'm looking at their executive team. I don't know. If Ben and Jerry's did want to pursue it, I mean, that's step one, whether they want to do anything about it or whether it's giving them just more publicity, which I guess they don't need more publicity. It's Ben and Jerry's since kind of the go-to. But if they did want to do something about this, I, I would agree with you too. It's They probably do have these these names trademarked and Sorry, when I was reading the thing, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. So is that what you, what you were talking about? <laughs> we're talking about uh, ice cream in general, mm-hmm. I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I just I just found some stuff about this twin thing. <laughs> so let's see. So Neil apparently is founding twin Neil Gottlieb. He is a twin. Yeah. His twin brother Carl and Carl's fiance Liz, they had been dubbed Trio's home three twins. And when it came time to name his new company, Neil couldn't think of a better business name than three twins. So I guess because he has a twin and there's a third person, there's three twins. I don't know. It's going to take me too long to figure this out. (laughs) I don't need to embarrass myself by sorting this out where people can listen to it. So yeah, (laughs) as if it's a legal issue. Well, I, in in a way it's kind of misleading, right? I think it's false advertising for you to say you're, you're three twins as founders, you know, that's six people. I don't want a company that was founded by by three people, I want six. Sure, if Red Bull's going to get sued, then yeah, they should definitely get sued too. Yeah. Well, that goes to another issue is about organic, right? I mean, what does it mean to be organic? And what are the limitations of, of labeling or, you know, your organic products? And, th- you know, this is somewhat of an old issue because organic products have been out for a while. And the USDA has released quite a bit of documentation and certification processes that are pretty clear now. It used to be a little bit ambiguous because people, anyone can put organic on their, on their products and, and pretty much be well and good. But now, you know, if there's some exceptions, but basically if, if you're calling yourself organic, then you pretty much should be certified by the USDA. If you're not certified, you may have some exceptions, like some organic farmers who do some small amount of sales can can be exempted from this. Or if you, if you don't, you, you can't use any USD labels and there's, there's some other restrictions and so forth. But pretty much now, you know, there is some, some level of trust value that consumers can have that if you're labeling your product organic, and especially if it's USDA certified, that there's been some minimal level of certification and processes to actually, you know, believe that kind of representation before I think it was a little ambiguous. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, 2015, where if, <laughs> If it says organic on it, there's very, very good chance they were certified by the, the USDA in the U.S. And what that means, let's see, products made of less than 70% organic ingredients cannot be advertised as organic. 
but can enlist individual ingredients that are organic, which I actually have seen a lot of if you look at ingredients too. So, and of course that's the plants can't be genetically modified, which is a hot topic, but the easiest way to tell something's organic is just to see if it's more expensive than what's next to it. So... Yeah, I think that's a major criticism, of course. And there's also the certification that's 100% organic, where all the ingredients are are like that. Oh, no, is that, which is 95%, right? Yeah, it's never... That's weird. It's the same thing with fat-free, It's the same or like low-fat or... Exactly. But that's very typical to the USDA guidelines. And and so I, I know I just said, okay, you can you can have a little more trust of it, but... But just keep in mind that, you know, the USDA has a lot of exceptions, you know, a lot of minutia in these claims. And to be honest, they have a lot of outside influences on how they end up developing these kinds of guidelines as well. So it's not 100%, as they would say. Even when you said to be honest, like in order to be honest, you only have to be 95% truthful. (laughs) 5% of the time, you can just straight up lie to people. Exactly. The organic thing is, is very interesting. My... My wife is very big on all of that stuff, so I probably know more about it than I, well, not probably, I know more about it than I really ever cared to. Well, I mean, between between you and I, I mean, we're talking about organic ice cream, I think we've, we have it covered then. Yeah, I know about organics, you know about ice cream. On Monday's episode, you said we were brothers, we're actually twins, so. <laughs> they call us the two twins because we're two people, so, and we're twins. The three twins. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> the most confusing thing about this is the the name. It's not the the organic ice cream copying Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> three twins. Yeah. How do I know that there's no king that's at Burger King? Like, I've never seen a king there. Yeah, that's true. White Castle is not a castle. And it's not white. Oh. Or I guess, well, I guess it is. Yeah. There's no white castles in California, so I haven't seen one here. And most of them closed down, too, which... You know, I grew up in the Midwest. They really needed to be closed down, to be honest. White Castle is the number one restaurant for like, oh, this will be good. And then like, yeah, it's not. It's not. Like, you regret it every time. My wife didn't even know it was real. She thought it was just that thing that was in the movie. And then the first time she saw one when we went back in the Midwest, she's like, oh, this is a real place. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So bottom line. So there's there's two legal issues just to recap. And we have this aspect of you know, basically copying somebody else's ideas, but in a very different way, you know, I mean, they're different flavors, they're similar comedic names. And, and obviously they consider the fact that, you know, Ben and Jerry's could throw this an issue. So I think they, they went ahead and got a fine line because they didn't even just do same exact flavor, different name. They did a, a different name with some homage or allusion to the Ben and Jerry's name, which is a little bit different, I think. So they'll probably get away with that, assuming, you know, I, I just hope Ben and Jerry doesn't, you know, sue them for that because at the end, of the day, you don't want to defend it either. Even if you're in the correct, you don't want to have to go through the trouble of defending your young company. And then there's all this, this of course, organic issue as well, which I think is semi old. Yeah, it's definitely older, but I mean, it's it's kind of what we said back to last week. If you're going to put something or advertise something, it has to be truthful. There's just a little bit more wiggle room with the organic stuff. Well, very well. Another episode in the books, number 163, 163 episodes. That's a lot. I think it's a good time to reflect on that and uh, reflect on it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. Yeah, that's a good idea. Ten-star review. I was still waiting to see how this 
podcast would turn out, but I think I'm ready to pull the trigger. Five stars. Glad I convinced you. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Yep. Keep it sound. Keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.